We are nearing the end of our series uh, from Ephesians chapter 4. We'll be looking at verse 28, just verse 28, but I'd like to begin in uh, kind of the second half of verse 22. Beginning in verse 22, we are told, put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. O oh, Father, open our eyes, we pray, that we might behold wondrous things from your law. May we be teachable now. May we seek to apply your precious word. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, moving on from what we saw two, a couple weeks ago, not lying to one another, and moving on from what we talked about previously on uh, unrighteous anger, which we are to put off, both of which we are to put off, we are now told, it says here, not to steal from anyone. Not to steal. It says, let him who stole past tense, steal no longer. And I believe many in Ephesus, uh, in that culture, probably stole as a living. That's what they did all the time. They just stole as part of what they did. They were, for the, all the reasons that people steal, I guess, they were lazy maybe, or they were jealous, or just plain uh, perverted and selfish. Uh, but they wanted to take what others had rather than actually work. And uh, they did not have, uh, at least uh, at that point maybe, a theology of working hard to please the Lord, of being a steward of their strength and the gifts that God has given them to serve their king and to serve others in the name of the king. And so, uh, you know, they, weren't, they didn't know how to bless others with the fruit of their labor. Charles Spurgeon said this, he said, what a change there is here from a thief to a giver, to him who has needs. This is what the grace of God does. Here's a man who used to take his neighbor's goods if he could, but when grace transformed him, he actually now gives a share of his own goods to his poor neighbor. What a marvelous change. Praise God for marvelous changes. Indeed, the God of grace changes us. He's continually changing us by his grace. And uh, praise God for the change it brings. Uh, and, and it's always marvelous. His change is always marvelous. And so we are to put off and we're to put away from us the practices that uh, we used to live by or used to dominate us. Um, you maybe used to do this or, or that sin and pride or, or selfishness. But now you are to cease that because you know that you should. You know the commandments of God, as we're being reminded here, that you should put that off, and by the grace of God, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, you can do such by the power of his leading. The Catechism on the Eighth Commandment says this, it wasn't too long ago we uh, read these, the Eighth Commandment requires the lawful procuring and furthering the wealth and outward estate of ourselves and others. Requires. And then, there's something forbidden. It says, we are forbidden to unjustly hinder our own or our neighbor's wealth. And rather than steal, we're to work hard. We're to work hard, not only to supply our own needs, but also to help those who truly cannot work. 
uh, to give to others, to bless others with what God has given us. And so it says, then it says, rather, rather than steal, let him labor, working with his hands what is good. Working with his hands what is good. So we're to work with the gifts uh, that God has given us, with our hands and with our head and with our heart too, I think. And we're to be productive. We're to be creative. We're to take dominion by our work. We're to bless others by our work. And this is the opposite of what we see all around us in our country right now, a welfare mentality, which justifies stealing, really, theft, just because some don't have as much uh, or they're not willing to earn it uh, by, their, by their own labor. And you know, I was just thinking of our culture that, that uh, the, the young, many young non-Christians, and maybe some Christians too, adults, young, young adults, uh, and beyond that, other people, um, products mostly of our government's education system, it's that they can support and long for uh, slavery, communism, socialism. Death is what it is. It shows how little they really understand of the biblical view of work and of economics. And you know, it's just really sad to see it. Uh, even joyfully, they desire this, this scourge. And it's of the enemy. It's of the evil one. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. And I believe if they got what they think they want, that they would come to loathe it. Unless they were the elite, I guess, who everybody wants to be in that group. Romans 12:11 says that we are not to lack in diligence. We are to be very diligent people. We're not to be slothful, uh, but we are to be industrious for the glory of the Lord. Proverbs has many verses on how the Lord hates laziness and rewards diligence in his name. One of them is Proverbs 18:9. It says, he who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. So they're equated. I mean, sloth, you think, okay, sloth is bad, yeah, but here it says, is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. To be lazy in our work is, in the end, to steal from God, to dishonor him, like the unfaithful steward in Luke 16, who stole from his master. I'd like to read a little bit from 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter 3. Paul said, but we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw from every brother who walks disorderly and not according to the tradition which he received from us. Now, the word disorderly, basically you could say idle, someone who's undisciplined. So he's saying withdraw from a brother who just, that's all they do. They're, they're idle. They're, and then he says, for you yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we were not disorderly among you, and they were hardworking men. Nor did we eat any, anyone's bread free of charge, but we worked with labor and toiled night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have authority or he could have asked for support, but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. And may we all be hardworking examples in this body here. And then it went on, for even when we were with you, we commanded you this, if anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you, in other words, in the body, in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. Now those who are such we command and exhort through our Lord Jesus Christ that they work in quietness and eat their own bread. And we're to do good, brothers and sisters, as a result of our, the fruit of our labor. Then it says, it goes on, that we may have something to give to him who has need who is truly in need. Blessed are those who give. 
and who give out of what the Lord has blessed them to be able to earn. Not trusting in what our government steals from us, not expecting them to do it, uh, and then they redistribute uh, to those they wish very inefficiently and, and sinfully, and certainly not for the glory of the name of God. Stewards of Christ are to be considerate of other people and have giving hearts, uh, compassionate hearts for the poor and for the needy and to work hard in the Lord Jesus to be able to do that. Galatians 6, 9 and 10. Let us not grow weary in while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. As Jesus said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Our work and our giving should show others what it is like to be a part of the body of Christ. What pleases the Lord of, of all? The Lord has given us these good things. So may the Lord enable us here to have hearts and, and, and minds, bodies, to work hard for his glory and to not in any way steal by wasting time or by laziness in the many ways that, that stealing can happen and to give lovingly to those who are in need. Let's pray. The Lord, we thank you for the work that we can do, for the jobs that you have given us here in this, in this body, and for the strength to labor and, and the joy of giving to others in your name. And may we exalt your holy name by our industriousness and our creativity and our service that our light or, or your light in us would shine and thus glorify you. O oh Lord, keep our hearts from greed and from covetousness and far, far from stealing in any way and fill us with the joy of serving in your precious name for we ask this in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.